Welcome to the second series of the Musa Stories podcast, delivering short but engaging midrashim designed for children to discuss with their parents and for parents to discuss with their children. This podcast is dedicated in honor of the bar mitzvah of a young tzaddik and Talmud Chacham living in Bnei Brak, Eretz Yisrael, named Yaakov Tzvi Kirsch. And now, Medrash Morsels for Pashas Emore. Kids, who was the first king of Israel? You know it. Shaul HaMelech. The Plishtim were their neighborhood troublemakers. They were always trying to bully Klal Yisrael. And here they come again near the end of Shaul's kingship. Shmuel HaNovi had died and he was Shaul's favorite Novi. Shaul HaMelech didn't know what to do about this battle. He didn't know what to do with these Plishtim. What's going to happen? Shmuel would have advised Shaul about the battle with the Plishtim. There was another way of asking advice, though. In those days, you asked the Urim Vitumim. But who was in charge of the Urim Vitumim? The Kohen Gadol. The problem was that Shaul had killed the Kohanim of Nov. That's a whole other story. It was one of Shaul's five sins. So Shaul didn't have a Kohen Gadol with the Urim Vitumim. Another way to find out advice in those days was to call the ghost of a great man who knows what's going on in the next world. But it's a Nevera. It's called Ov. You're not allowed to call a ghost. Hashem does not allow a Jew to use a ghost caller, a Baal Ov. But Shoal was afraid of the war, so he asked his men to try to find a Baalas Ov for him. This was also one of his five Averos. Kids, Never think of Shaul HaMelech as a Russia. No! He was a bigger tzaddik than David HaMelech. Listen. The thing is, Shaul had killed out all of the magicians and Baaleov all over Eretz Yisrael. Still, Shaul's men found one Jewish lady that knew how to call ghosts, and she's still living. She lives in Ein Doer. That's the name of the town that she lived in. So Shaul disguised himself and went with two of his men, Avner and Amasa, to Ein Doer. They arrived at night and demanded from this lady to call a ghost for them. She said, Don't you know that the king has already gotten rid of all of the magicians and the ovos? This is a trap. Do you want to kill me? She didn't know that it was King Shoal himself, and Shoal swore in the name of Hashem that she will be safe. Okay, she said. Whose ghost should I call up? Shoal said, Shmuel's ghost. So she began to call Shmuel. Now kids, the way it works is that the ghost comes up from the ground upside down, except if you're a king. Then the ghost is right side up. So when she saw Shmuel coming up, right side up, meaning head first, she quickly realized that she had been tricked. Ah! Hey! You're Shaul! Shoal told her not to be scared, just tell over what she sees. You see, the way it works is that Shaul was the one asking, so the asker cannot see the ghost. He can only hear and talk to the ghost. The Balas Ov can only see the ghost, but cannot hear the ghost. And Avner and Amasa can neither see nor hear the ghost. And she said, I see two great men rising from the ground, and one is Shmuel. You can tell by his me'il, his robe. That's what she said. 
What meal did she mean? And who was that other ghost? Well, Shmuel's mother, Hannah, had made a toddler-sized meal for Shmuel when he was two years old, and it grew with him his whole life. It never wore out, and Shmuel was still wearing it as an old man in the grave. That same meal. And who was the other ghost? It was the ghost of none other than Moshe Rabbeinu. Shmuel heard that he was being summoned to go stand somewhere, but he didn't know that a Balas Ov was calling him. He thought that it was Hashem's Bastin calling him to judgment about the Averis that he had done in his life. Shmuel was so scared of Hashem's judgment that he went looking for a lawyer to defend him. Shmuel found Moshe Rabbeinu and Moshe Rabbeinu agreed to go with Shmuel to testify that he was a good Yid. So when Shmuel came up to Shaul, he was relieved. Why did you frighten me? Shmuel asked. What do you want anyways? By the way, kids, you see how frightened the tzaddikim are for Yom Hadin? Even Shmuel, one of our greatest tzaddikim in history, was afraid. So certainly other people have what to fear. And it's a mitzvah to fear Hashem's punishments. So Shaul had prostrated all the way down in front of Shmuel, and now he speaks. I'm so upset. These plishtim are bullying me again. I don't know what to do. Hashem isn't communicating with me. There are no prophets left, no dream interpreters, and so I called you with the Balas Ov as my last resort. Help! Now, kids, Shaul was embarrassed to mention that he didn't even have the Urim Vitumim anymore because he himself killed the Kohen Gadol. It was his fault. But because Shaul was so embarrassed, Hashem forgave him. And from this we learn that if you ever do something wrong and then you feel really ashamed about what you've done, you won't need any Gehenim for it. And we all feel ashamed for the Averis that we do. So good news, kids. We aren't going to Gehenim. Shmuel gave Shaul some stinging musr about how he is about to lose the Melucha to David for the sins that Shaul did. Shmuel tells Shaul, There's nothing you can do anymore. Not only will you lose the battle against the Plishtim, but tomorrow you and your sons will be with me in this world. Straight to Olam Habo. You won't need to go to Gehenim. And that was the end of the meeting with Shmuel. Shaul then fell down to the ground. He could hardly stand. He was so weak from the bad news. Plus, he had been fasting. Avner and Amosah asked him, Nu, what did he say, king? Shaul said a white lie in order not to upset them. He said, Shmuel told me, tomorrow you will go down and win the war against the enemies, and your sons will be appointed as leaders. Maybe Shaul was meaning the war against the Yetzirah, against the Satan. Anyhow, Shaul accepted his punishment and he went into battle with his sons. How exactly Shaul died is a story for an- another time. But I'll finish with this. The Medrash says that Hashem was so proud of Shaul, he called a meeting with all of his angels. Come and see such a magnificent creation that I created in my world. Shaul, he knows that he will be killed in battle. He is being punished and he accepts it with Simcha, so much so that he brings two of his sons with him to battle. He realizes 
that it's all out of love that I do for him, that I arrange only the best things to happen for a person's everlasting neshama. Kids, there is a brand new epic story on the website. It came out just a few days ago. It's called Yosola Balmum. Go to musostories.com and enjoy Yosola Balmum, a story for Parshas Emor. We're looking for sponsors to donate in order to animate all the stories that have started already.